expose my mind to clarity Oh, my spirit shudders Capture the moment, oh, to keep my sanity No wisdom rushing in episode of oh shoot i'm so glad that you guys are here welcome back to the podcast i'm very excited for today's episode because i think this is an episode that we all need to hear we all need to figure out how to survive this fall season as a photographer so that's what we're going to talk about today today's episode is a photographer's guide to surviving the fall and I know like for a lot of people that aren't photographers, like the fall is just like fall is just such a fun time. And it, it is a fun time. Like I love fall. I love the leaves. I love pumpkins. You know, I love apple picking, all of those things. But as photographers, we are very busy during the fall and there's no den- denying that. Like we are basically up to our ears in editing and shoots and weddings and whatnot. So I wanted to talk to you guys today about how you can survive this fall. Okay. And honestly, I probably could have made this episode a little bit sooner because I'm sure a lot of you are like, oh, cool. Like I needed this like a couple of weeks ago, but you know, it is what it is. We're late on it on this topic. Um, So yeah, I personally have been feeling this like overwhelming sense of like, I have so much to do. I have like a wedding every weekend. I have multiple shoots a week, um, so much editing. And then on top of that, my other work that I have, you know, like social media stuff and emails and like, there's just, it is never ending. Um, So I want to talk about how you can survive this fall, and how we can make it through together. So grab your warm drink. That's literally one of the things in my guide to surviving is like warm drinks. So grab a warm drink right now. If you're driving, I don't know, picture a warm drink with you and let's dive in to today's episode. So I wanted to start this episode off actually by not talking about the topic. Are we surprised? No. Um, I always have to give you guys my little life updates, but this is not like necessarily a life update. I wanted to actually do a little section (laughs) of today's episode called things that you don't know about me or things that you probably don't know about me. And the reason that I wanted to share this little section is because I get like nonstop the same questions about myself. Like you guys are always asking me the same questions. So I just wanted to come on here and answer some of those questions for you guys, because I apparently don't talk about these things enough. And like, 
you guys are curious and you want to know. So the first thing on things you don't know about me or might not know about me is that I'm 24. I always get asked my age and there's your answer. I'm 24. I obviously feel younger. I feel like everyone who's in their like mid twenties feels younger than they actually are. Um, I literally feel like yesterday I was 21. So that's cool. Awesome. Um, yeah. And it's weird being 24 and like, I don't know. I always thought at like age 24, I would have everything figured out and like all my ducks in a row. But like literally, I feel like as an adult, I'm now realizing no one really has their ducks in a row. They just all kind of, we all just kind of pretend like we do. So the second thing that I wanted to share is that I am Hispanic. And the reason I kind of laugh at that is because I feel like I don't like need to come on here and be like, this is what I am. But like, I shared on my story a couple of days ago, I think it was a couple of days ago, my tattoo that I have that says Kaylinda on my arm. Um, and basically because of that, I got lots of questions about like what it means, whatever. Um, all that to say, my dad speaks Spanish and it, Kayleen does something that he used to say to us as kids. So that's why I have the tattoo on my arm and I'm half Hispanic. My dad is fully Hispanic and my mom is just like, I think our family's from like just European. Um, so yeah, that's putting that out there as well. Um, I, something else that a lot of people don't know about me, like a lot of people is that I actually wanted to get into hairstyling and like being a cosmetologist, but specifically focusing on hairstyling in high school, like right out of high school. That's what I was planning to do. I actually had like, like a hair YouTube channel and like I would do everyone's hair for like prom and stuff. So yeah, I was like my high school hairstylist. I literally got to the point where I had this like mannequin thing that I would practice on and it was like a real head of hair and it was like this redhead and she came with a name. Her name was Stella. Um, Like literally it was like I ordered her and like in the box it was like hi I'm Stella so I had like this whole thing where I like set her up and like practice on my mannequin if I never had anyone to practice on so there's that and the last thing that you might not know about me I think I've mentioned this um in a few of my like beginning episodes of this podcast um I have a degree in digital marketing so I have my bachelor's in business administration and digital marketing I get asked that question a lot a lot of people are like did you get a degree? Like, what's the deal? What's going on here? So yes, I have a degree in digital marketing. And the follow-up question I always get with that is like, was my degree worth it? And I always tell people that it was for me because I feel like it's very, very applicable to what I do now. Um, and I, I think digital marketing is helpful for any entrepreneur or like anyone that wants to go into any field that's like somewhat creative, even if it's not creative, like digital marketing is like where all businesses are trying to get into right now. That's the space that I feel like a lot of businesses are lacking, especially with like TikTok and video content. I feel like digital marketing is really helpful in that case. So I have my degree in digital marketing. There you go. Those are the things that you might not know about me. Okay, now that I'm done talking about myself, um, let's get into today's episode. And I wanted to talk first about 
literally, why do we need to talk about this? Why do we need to talk about how to survive the fall seasons um, as a photographer? I have some good reasons for you. The first reason that we need to talk about this is because we are all in our final stretches of shoots and weddings. We're literally in like the last stretch for most people. I feel like usually in November is when my weddings and shoots kind of drop off because where I live, the weather just kind of like gets bad at that point in time, or it's like very unpredictable. So um, yeah, I feel like right now is the best time to talk about this because we are like literally in the home stretch. Like we got this. Um, we are very soon going to be homebodies. We are going to be pent up in our little homes or apartments or wherever you live in our little editing spaces, our little editing caves. And we are going to be just stuck inside editing and working basically for like four months. So a reason I want to talk about this was because that is coming very soon. So let's help prepare for that. And honestly, we're all just very mentally and physically exhausted, but I'm sure a lot of you are very mentally exhausted right now. And honestly, this time in the fall, I feel like a lot of people who are part-time in photography and have like another job, this is when it's really hard for you because you have so much on your plate, so much being demanded of you. That That is like something I can't even fathom right now is like that feeling of just like having another job and other responsibilities besides like your shoots and weddings. So I applaud all of you for that. If you, if that is you. So here are my, let's see, I have nine things, nine things to help a photographer survive the fall. Um, and the fall season, like technically started September 21st and it goes literally until December 21st. So we're like literally just a month in. So the first thing that is going to help you survive is staying organized and staying organized right now. So as photographers, I feel like it's very easy in this season to go to a shoot and then get your SD card out, plug it into your computer, upload the photos to your hard drive. And that's it. And literally like that is the extent of your organization. The sooner you can stay organized and get things set in place for when the weather isn't as nice. And when November hits, you are going to thank yourself. Um, you want to be ready for the next month of your life when you are literally going to be editing away all day, every day. So get your gear organized, get your hard drives organized. And one of the huge things that helps me with staying organized right after I come back from a shoot and I'm working on the previews, I will cull through my photos right then and there. Do not wait to cull through your photos and sort through them because that sorting process honestly is like, it's a whole chunk of time on its own. I almost feel like it doesn't take as long to edit the photos. Like editing the photos takes longer than sorting and culling the photos does, but it's, it's like a two-step process, right? You have to sort and then you go through and edit. So if you can get that sorting process out of the way as soon as possible, when you already kind of feel motivated to get the photos done and get those previews out, that's really going to help you to when it does come time to edit that session or that wedding, you're going to have all the photos sorted already. All you have to do is edit through the photos that you've already picked. So that's my little tidbit of info for you. 
Um, I literally swear by that. I, I swear I say it all the time on my social media. Like I'm always talking about how you need to do that, but like it has changed my life. It's amazing. Okay. Number two, the second thing that's going to help you survive this fall. And this is kind of like a mindset thing. Um, if you find yourself running into, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. If you find yourself running into scenarios where the wedding or the session that you're shooting is not your dream vision and it doesn't light you up, that is okay. Um, this is something that I've been dealing with this year. Um, just the idea of like, it's okay if this wedding is not going as perfectly and it's not exactly what I want it to be. Um, and same with sessions and like whatever it is that you're shooting. It's okay if things don't work out exactly how you expected them to work out or how you'd prefer them to work out. Um, yeah, I think this is a good mindset to have. Um, this fall, we're all going to be challenged. Um, if you haven't already faced challenges this fall, you're definitely going to face them. I just want to remind you guys that it's okay to not love everything that you shoot and not love every single thing that you're booking. Um, I feel like with, especially with social media nowadays, we, we feel like we need to just, we need to book the most perfect picture, perfect sessions and weddings and just everything needs to be like viral worthy. Every single thing that we shoot. And honestly, that's not realistic expectation to have. So I just want to remind you guys, like, it's okay if you are running into like a session or, you know, a shoot or a wedding and it's not exactly what you thought it would be or it's not going as planned or I don't know, you're having some sort of challenge on that day. Just know that that's normal and it's okay. But I also want you to keep this feeling in your head of like how you feel when a session or a wedding doesn't meet up to your vision and like how you expected it to go. I want you to remember that feeling and keep that in mind when you're booking for next year and when you're getting inquiries for next year. So keep that feeling in your head and really truly ask yourself like, does this inquiry light me up? Does this get me excited to go and shoot right away? Um, I actually saw this Instagram graphic um, this past week and it was from a photographer. I wish I could remember who posted it. Um, so if you guys do know who it was, let me know. Um, but basically the graphic said like, we are at the point where we're so, so busy um, and just like, because we're so busy, don't be afraid one to bump up your prices because your time is worth so much, but also two, keep that feeling in mind when you are booking, ask yourself, does this light me up? Don't feel like you need to take every single wedding or shoot that comes in the door so that you can fill up next year as quickly as possible. Um, there's like a fine art in almost like using your intuition for booking and just being like, okay, I have a feeling that this one is like something that I'm really excited about and that I want to shoot, but like, you don't always get that feeling. So yeah, that, that's just something that I want to put out there. Cause it, this is something that I've been thinking about a lot. It's just the idea of, 
you're going to like facing challenges and things not going exactly as planned. And that can be really discouraging, especially if you're the type of person that likes to plan and you really, you really just love having everything in your control. Honestly, I think this just comes down to a control thing sometimes. Okay. The third thing that's going to help you survive this fall, (laughs) it's remembering that every single person, probably every single person wants the same basic fall photos and that's okay because we're all basic like that. We all want the same photos in the fall. Like we all want a photo underneath a perfectly orange tree in a pile of leaves and we want to like throw the leaves and we want to, you know, we all want the same photos in the fall. Like that's just the fact we're all basic like that. Just remember like when you are doing sessions and weddings, whatever, it's okay to duplicate things. Like it's okay to go to the same location and use the same tree for a shoot because at the end of the day, you are giving that like experience in that specific tree to two different people who probably are never going to talk to each other or see each other. So it doesn't matter. Like if they love it, like whatever, that's something else that I feel like can be really hard in the fall is we just feel like it's so repetitive. Like we are just doing the same thing over and over and over again. If you do weddings, if you do senior photos, if you do product photos, it can feel like the same thing over and over and over again. Um, and it kind of is the same thing, but the, the thing with that concept is if you feel like you're doing the same thing over and over again, but you're still like booking and you're booking a lot at your prices, like that means you're probably doing something right. Like you do kind of need a little bit of a system and your process does need to be able to be replicated. Like at the end of the day, if we're actually thinking about the structure of a business, the most profitable businesses and they're like what they offer, it's something that can be replicated and not necessarily replicated by someone else because I'm not saying like, oh, your photos are, your photos are so like, (laughs) they can be done by, by anyone. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is your process and like maybe your locations and time of day that you shoot, that's something that can be replicated. Um, and it almost should be because that's going to make your life easier so that you, you know, you send the same emails to people, you go to the same locations, you shoot at the same time. Um, you know, why fix what's not broken? I don't know. But at the same time, if you're doing this and it's just like, you feel really repetitive about things, it might be time to switch it up a little bit. So I'm kind of like contradicting myself just a tad. And I'm also way off topic. Okay, let's get back. Let's bring it back, guys. The fourth thing that is going to help you survive this fall, creating a schedule for editing. Okay, I'm going to let that sink in for a minute and I'm going to take a sip of my chai latte. Okay, I want you to think about that. Create a schedule for editing. Okay. You thought about it? When you are at a point where you have 10 plus things to edit, there needs to be a system. There needs to be a schedule because at the end of the day, we're humans. There are things we're going to forget. Dates we're going to forget. Like sessions that we're going to forget. So 
you need to have some sort of system and organization for editing and knowing when things are due. Um, yeah. And I think the easiest way to do this is to literally create weekly schedules for yourself and tell yourself from this time to this time on this day, I'm going to be editing this wedding. Um, and then after that, on this time at this day, I'm going to be editing this session. Um, that is the best way to make sure that you get your photos out on time um, and that you are actually fulfilling everyone's photos. Because I think one of my biggest one of my biggest fears for this busy season of the fall is the fact that I could forget that I had a session and like not have a good system in place to remind me, oh, you have to edit this session. So that's why you really need to schedule out when you edit what you're editing and have a running list of all of your sessions and weddings that you need to edit and then what dates they need to be done by. Um, so for me, I just have like a, literally in my notes app, I have a running list of my editing queue, the dates that I need all of them done by. So I usually just put a month from when I shot it, I put a month out from that date, and that's when I want to have it done. And you just need to keep track of that when you are editing. So for your week, if you think you can edit two weddings in a week, go ahead and schedule yourself for those two weddings. And you need to know, okay, it's this wedding and this wedding that are next. Like, don't just skip around and pick whatever wedding you want to edit. Um, so with that being said, when you are creating a schedule for editing, I also want you to create a schedule for free time and time for you to take personal, personal time. Because at the end of the day, if we worked from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. every single day for the whole week, like that is the definition of how you burn out. Honestly, even if you're working like eight to eight, like it's it's really, really hard in the fall season to not just like overlook your personal needs because of the fact that like, oh, I have work to do there's always going to be more work to do. There's always going to be another session to edit. Um, when you are creating a schedule for yourself, keep like evenings open or certain times open to give you the opportunity to either do something that you, you want to do something like a hobby or whatever that you love to do, or just an opportunity for like a social time and literally just to like meet up with friends. Um, I had a mentor call yesterday and the girl asked me like, I am really struggling balancing things because she has like a part-time job and she does photography. She had 30 weddings this year and she's also a student. Like she has a lot going on. And I literally was like, create a schedule for your editing and your work. And then also in your schedule, leave chunks of time for evenings that you're free and evenings that you can like go and do something. Um, Depending on when you like to work and when you don't like to work, you can like, you can do like an 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. workday. And then the next day, let's say you only do eight to five. And then you give yourself from five to the, the rest of the evening off. Like it's totally up to you what you want your schedule to be. But the schedule is something that's really, really going to help you survive the fall. The next thing, because we're talking about editing, number five, make your editing space super cozy and just nice and different, like a different vibe than what it normally is. No matter where you edit, if you edit on your couch, if you edit at the kitchen table, or if you have an office or in your bedroom or a coffee shop, 
create like a different vibe than what you had before. Cause that's really going to like spark something in you to want to edit. This is like, I think this is totally just like a mental thing for me, but when I spice up a space or like make it different or like rearrange my room, it makes me want to spend more time in my room. Right. So if you are rearranging your editing space and like making it different, adding a little bit of a cozy element, that's going to make you want to edit like honestly, or like just like sit there and like work, you know? So a few things you can add to your editing space. One candles. If you're watching on YouTube, I literally have a candle in front of me burning because that's the vibe. Two blankets, three lighting. This is a huge thing. Like give yourself a little bit of a moody lighting scenario. Like don't, don't be like blasting your brightest led lights, like light that candle, maybe have like a nice, like lamp or something on, but like those overhead lights need to stay off unless you're like really sensitive with your eyes when you edit, which is different. Number four, music put on like a nice like lo-fi playlist or like a nice, I don't know, whatever you like to listen to, whether it's like a podcast, this podcast, (laughs) or like um, an audio book or music, whatever you like to listen to, put it on. And then the last thing, get yourself a nice drink. A hot drink could be wine, could be coffee, could be tea, could be chai, Um, whatever it is that you like to like cuddle up with for like, I don't know, just like a comfort drink, make sure you're stocked up and ready to go. Like give yourself something to look forward to. For me, that's kind of like my treat. It's like, oh, I'm editing. I'm going to give myself a little treat, edit and sip on my chai. Like that is a vibe and I love it. Okay. The next thing that's going to help you survive this fall season I want you to schedule a creative shoot for November that is not like, it's not paid. I want you to schedule something that's creative and going to get your juices flowing and going to give you something to look forward to and something to be excited about. So that can be a studio shoot. Like literally go right now. If you have a studio near you that you love to shoot at, go and book it for an hour. You don't have to have an idea in your head right now, but like book it for like the second week in November And just like play around with different ideas. If you've always wanted to do like self-portraits or you've always wanted to like put together a fun outfit for a shoot or um, you've always wanted to have a couple session in a studio Um, or it doesn't even have to be a studio. You could like schedule like a fun hike with a couple and you want to like take photos of a couple at the top of a mountain. What I'm saying is you need to have something to look forward to and this is a great way to keep that like photography spark going and to keep you grinding in that way. But it's also just like something fun that you've always wanted to try. I actually just did this. I just scheduled something and it's for, it's in like two or three weeks and I'm so excited. Like I, I literally, it's just like something to look forward to. And I think that's like a huge thing when we are like on shoot edit repeat right now, like you have to have something that is keeping you going. And you know, maybe it is just a quick shoot that you're going to do. Okay. On to number seven. Can you believe we're on to number seven already? Wow. So the seventh thing to help you survive this fall is to pick something to outsource and do it. 
and actually outsource it. Like I feel like a lot of the times we'll be like, oh, I want to outsource this. And then we don't actually outsource it. Like we're like, oh, I want to outsource my Pinterest. And then like four months goes by and you're still doing your Pinterest. You never actually outsource it. And I feel like a lot of the times it's because you can't find someone. And I get that. Like, but put in the effort, like literally schedule yourself 30 minutes to search for someone to help you outsource whatever it is you want to outsource. Um, and the question that you need to ask yourself when we're talking about outsourcing, the first thing is, do you feel like you only have time to work and nothing else? Like, do you actually feel like that? And if that's the case, then yeah, you definitely need to outsource something, whatever it is, outsource something so that you have time to actually be a human. Then ask yourself, okay, if I want to outsource, what is the one thing that I dread doing or the thing that feels like the biggest burden on me right now? So for me, um, some of the first things that I outsource was Pinterest and like my honey book and emails. Because I was like, these are the things that stress me out the most. And I feel like with Pinterest specifically, I get stressed because it's like, I know there's so much potential and like, it's really going to help my business if I do it. But I just, I can't bring myself to do it. It's just like, just enough work that it really, it's just not desirable for me. So those are the first things that I outsourced. Um, I've outsourced editing in the past. It's a great thing to outsource. Like it, it really truly is helpful. If you dread editing, go, go ahead and get the outsource. Like there is nothing wrong with outsourcing your editing. I know sometimes we feel a little bit of guilt, um, because that's a huge part of the creative process. But what I'm starting to learn about myself is I really cling on to always being in control of my business and just whatever it is like schedules. Like I just like to be in control of that. So if I go and outsource something, I'm like giving up a piece of my control and it's actually very good for me to do that. Like not only is it good for me because it's literally helping me get work done, but it's also good for like just me as a person and help me not be as controlling because let's be real. I like to be in control. Um, I don't know if you guys feel that way too, but I definitely, definitely like to be in control. Okay. This next one really hits home and it's the next one. I'm like trying to like build it up for suspense. I should just say it. You need to have grace on yourself this fall. Um, you are literally only a human. You are not a robot. You are not expected to meet robot standards. You are not two people. You are not five people. Um, you know, there are people that get a lot done and who are really successful, but look at the size of their team. Like that is a huge indication of how much you can get done with literally how many people you have working with you on different things. So give yourself grace. I actually was talking about this topic with um, Haley. Um, she's a photographer that I second shot with a couple of weeks ago. And we were talking about deadlines with editing. Because this is something that you face during the fall is just like editing deadlines. It just is what it is. So for me, I have a deadline that I want to get the photos done by. And then I have the actual deadline where I actually have to get the photos to the client by this time. So 
my actual deadline is eight weeks. That is what my contract allows me to go. That's how far my contract will allow me to go. But then my mental deadline is four weeks because I want to under promise and over deliver. Um, but I also like, I know that feeling of getting your photos back sooner than expected. And I just feel like as a client, it, it really affects your experience with the photographer. So I'm like, I want to get my photos done in four weeks. The problem with having a mental deadline and an actual deadline is those lines get blurred and you start to tell yourself the actual deadline is my mental deadline. And that's, that's where the control thing comes in where you literally like need to let go of the fact that like, maybe you won't get them done in four weeks. Maybe you have to be at five weeks, but you're still within contract and that's still okay. So like, it's just one of those things where like we, we have our own expectations and standards for ourselves. You need to have grace on yourself. That's why I'm saying like have grace on yourself. If you cannot meet your mental deadlines, definitely obviously meet your actual deadlines, but like have grace on the fact that your mental deadline might not be met. And here's the ninth thing and ninth and last thing that I want to, um, tell you guys, this is my ninth part of the guide. Okay. (laughs) It's right now it is time to grind. The fall is grind time. Like, I hate to tell you this, but we, we're all grinding right now. Like we are hustling, grinding, getting it done. Okay. There's going to be a time to rest and a time to chill and like not have as much to do during the week. Now is not the time. (laughs) Okay. It's not the time to rest is not now right now. It's hustle and grind time. You don't have to hustle and grind all the time. Like obviously you need personal time, but I do believe that there are seasons where there are hustling seasons and there are seasons where you need to like chill and relax. Um, especially when you're first starting your business, I, I do feel like that is a time where you need to hustle and grind and get it done and grow that business. But then there comes a point too, where it's like, okay, I've hustled for six months. I'm going to take a week or two and rest. Like that's just how it goes right now in the fall. It's hustle time, baby. It's grind time. Let's go. Let's get to it. Let's get it done. You will have time to rest. I promise it's coming very, very soon, but it's just not right now. Okay. It's not right now. It can be right now. If you really wanted to, if you have the capacity, like for me, my deadlines, I'm like two weeks ahead of my editing schedule with my mental deadlines. I'm like, Oh, this is great. I have time to rest and chill, but you might not have that time. And that's okay. There will come a time to rest. Okay. So I just wanted to encourage you guys with that last one. Okay. The rest period is coming soon and you can look forward to that. The biggest thing that's going to help you survive this fall, a pumpkin latte and candy corn. And I'm being completely serious when I say this, I, the, the pumpkin latte is unmatched. And if you're one of those people that hates pumpkin flavored things, I'm used to it. I'm literally married to a guy who hates all things, pumpkin spice, whatever he hates it. I think it's so cute and cozy. And that's what's really going to get you through this fall. And not only that, but like a 
good couple of pieces of candy corn, mm, that that is something else that's going to help you get through the fall. If those are little things that you, <clears throat> oh my gosh, I'm losing my voice. If those are the little things that you like and look forward to about the fall. You better go and indulge in those things and get them and have them for you in the house. Okay. Like you got to give yourself a nice environment, a nice fall cozy environment for editing, for prepping for weddings, for working. We, we got to have that nice vibe. So a pumpkin latte and candy corn, I give you permission. It is in the budget. Go get it. Okay. Go do it. Happy fall, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you survive and grind during the fall busy season. Okay. You're doing great. I'm doing great. We're all doing great. And I hope this guide is going to help you get through the next couple of weeks. Okay. We can all collectively together, take a deep breath, like inhale, exhale in November. Okay. We will, we will definitely be inhaling and exhaling in November. Don't even get me started about the holidays coming up guys. Okay. We've got some good holidays coming up too. Mm. Even just like Halloween. Halloween is like very soon. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, all the fun holidays. Okay. They're coming very soon. You got this. Hang in there. Happy fall, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Expose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shudders. Capture the moment or oh, keep my sanity. No wisdom rushing in. So much clearer Getting a little bit higher With every step I take I'm getting good Getting a little bit better I'm climbing to the top Never gonna stop I'm